Today on Happy Hallmarkies, we talk about a new June wedding. Yes, I do. A special guest, Jen Lilly. Don't go anywhere. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Back to Happy Hallmarkies here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini, and joining me, I have special guest Jen Lilly. Yay! Thank Hi, you Jen. so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. We love Hallmark. I love Hallmark. I love Hallmark. So. I love Hallmark. <laughs> Let's have a competition. Really yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. And you wanted to start with this song because it really encompasses just the essence of what your new film is, Yes, I yes, Do. Yes, absolutely. Jessica Lowndes and I definitely are both chasing the boy. Yes, Marcus Rosner. Oh, such a stud. Such Handsome. a good guy. Handsome. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually first met Marcus just a few months ago. Oh, really? Because he's on the show Unreal, and we do the yes. Unreal after show here at AfterBuzz. And he just moseyed on in one night. <laughs> he wasn't even I a for- guest that night. Yeah. He literally just like walked on in. I was like, oh, hi, I know you. He's like, yeah, I'm here for Unreal. That's so funny. Like, yeah, I forget that he comes to L.A. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He's not based here? No, no he's based in Vancouver. Well, I mean, I think he's he's based in Vancouver, but I think he's all over the place, <laughs> according to his Instagram. Okay, yeah. I would not have known because he, he just walked in here like he, he knew the place. So I was like, what's up, Marcus? I, I know who you are. Oh, um, yeah, no. If he lived in L.A., I'd make him be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so your new film, Yes, I Do, we'll, we'll preface it to the to the fans, to the listeners who are tuning in that we have, you've obviously lived it, but I have seen the screener, so we might drop some spoilers here because it hasn't aired yet. It has not aired yet. It's going to air this Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday, June 30th. 30th at 9 p.m., I believe. Yes, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Okay. I had to think of the timing. All right. I'm not good with numbers. I'm not but. either, so God bless us. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm, I'm creative. Numbers just like completely oh, throw me off. But I really enjoy this. Yes, I do. I do too. Yeah. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's very much like... I feel like Charlotte, my character, is like Bridget Jones a little. Just constantly eating yes. foot. Like, just like... <laughs> with a smile <laughs> like oh yes she tries i love she she's endearing i love Bridget jones stories i do too such such a great story yeah great books have you ever read the books no i didn't even know there were books yeah they were they're based on books i'm gonna go read they them were like right big on, yeah after this yeah after exactly this, can go. but that now that you mentioned that i can see a little bit of Bridget jones in, in your Charlotte? character yeah Charlotte. so for those who obviously haven't seen the movie yet can you do a quick Little synopsis of Yes, I Do. Whew. Okay, so I play Charlotte, and she is kind of a, a, a lovable character, but she is, um, for a lack of a better word, afraid of weddings, So, which is a problem because she's a bride. So she is uh, engaged to Marcus Rosner's character, James. She has left him at the altar twice because she's allergic to weddings. So she breaks out in hives and has an in- intense physical reaction to the wedding. She gets like a panic attack, even though she loves James. So he keeps staying with Charlotte, and then they are on their third wedding. And you're hoping third time's a charm, and she starts to panic. And so they break up, and the whole movie is her trying to win the boy back. Ah, yeah. It's a great premise, and I haven't heard this type of... Because Hallmark movies are, let's be honest, very formulaic. Sure. And watching this in the storyline, it felt... Like, not the, the same format as all the other Hallmark movies. And I, I enjoyed it. It felt new and refreshing. And very quirky. Yeah. Very, <laughs> so, very. yeah it's really fun. So that that's an excellent premise. And let's actually watch a, a preview of what okay. the movie is so people get a visual understanding. But will the third time be the charm? In 30 days, I am going to say, I do. There's one little hitch. Jimmy. Wait, what? You've seen her. She's gorgeous. Jen Lilly, Marcus Rosner, and Jessica Lowndes. What kind of girl do you think I am? An ex-girlfriend. In an all-new June Wedding's original movie premiere. You know it's complicated. I like complicated. Yes, I do. Premiere Saturday, June 30th at 9 on Hallmark Channel. Boom. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, this movie was so great, and because I went into watching the screener not really knowing, like, I knew you were in it, but not knowing who everyone else was going to be sure. in it. And we had Jessica Lowndes, Marcus, Christine Lang. Yes. And yeah. so, so what was it like working with just all of them? Have you ever worked with any of them before? I had never worked with any of them before. Um, it was my fourth movie with Christy Will Wolf, the director. Director, yes. Yeah, so she... I think she had worked. She had worked with Marcus years ago, so she knew he was awesome. And then she and I were both banking on the fact that Jessica Lowndes was awesome, and she's incredible. Oh my gosh, she's so sweet, and she was like instant friend. Um, Christy Lang, also incredible. So we had a really fun dynamic on set. You always, when things are going that well, you always, as an actor slash director, wondering, like, like, <laughs> like when when it happens, like when all the actors get here, is there going to be a bad apple? But it wasn't that at all. It was just so much fun and. Um, just great chemistry with everyone, you know, because you want to have chemistry with your girlfriends too or exactly. your nemesis. So Jessica Lowndes kind of plays my nemesis, but in like an appropriate way, right? Like it's it's like yeah. lovable. It's not really rude, which I also liked. She was interesting. Just the establishment yeah. of her character. She seems, she starts off pretty nice, but then she gets a little, I don't want to say snarky, shady, but snarky. snarky. <laughs> yes. Snarky is yeah. a better word. Competitive. But, but you're like, okay, what are her real motivations right. for being here? You you actually you know start questioning her character. Yeah, and I think Charlotte, um, my character, is so unassuming. You know, I think that she doesn't know if she's worthy of anything, so then she starts thinking, like, maybe they should be together. What's wrong with me? Yeah, so it's a fun movie. It is. I really loved it. And Christine Lang, uh, I actually know her. Um, we're, we're friends from, from, from a, a few, not from Unreal, actually from Once Upon a Time. Oh. She had a big recurring character. She played Marion in Once Upon a Time. I and didn't know she's that. actually been here on After Buzz as well. So I was like, oh, here's another person that I yeah. know. So I just love how the After Buzz and Hallmark community just kind of like blur together it's yes great. yes yes she's jessica's awesome. been here as well oh she's lovely yeah sweet i i really like the dynamic because jessica she plays your nemesis but <laughs> there was still you know some fun it's playing on friendship off, yes frenemies they're, yeah, they're frenemies. I totally forget that that's a term. Yeah, um, when I was watching the screener, I, I texted her so many times. I was like, I love us together. I want to do so many scenes together. I just think she's so funny. We Our timing was like, <laughs> like just hilarious so together. Good. I think yeah. one of my favorite scenes, and not to spoil it too much, was when her character comes in and she brings food and she's trying to like hang out <laughs> gal pal night. And I'm like, mm, this could not go well. So, so funny. But there, there's just like a good chemistry between you two. Yeah. Because you're still trying to figure out who each other is and like still learning about each other. It's really fun. And then Christy Lane, who plays your best friend in the movie, yes. she also had great moments too when yeah, your character is like having nervous breakdowns. <laughs> yeah. She's the best friend who's like, it's okay, take a breath, I'll, I'll go get the ring and, and all this. Yeah, and she's the best friend we all need. She just puts out fires constantly. Yes. We all need that. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and it, it was just so fun to see everybody like really step into the roles yeah it was fantastic casting and what i loved about your character charlotte she has this chocolate chef she's a chocolatier <laughs> yes that's awesome I mean, I love chocolate. I love chocolate, I'm caught, too. I mean, who doesn't love chocolate? You know, I used to not love chocolate. Really? When I was How growing so? up, I, I thought I hated chocolate. I was very much a vanilla girl, and I still am. Like, creme brulee, vanilla, I'm all about it. Okay. And I remember when I was getting married, my in-laws were like, we don't know if you can be part of this family because <laughs> we really like chocolate. Like, it's a big problem. And um, it was just the, the fact that I had not had good chocolate. That's fair. So how I'd do you define... I had waxy chocolate. You know, I'd had fake chocolate okay so how do you define good chocolate like, like what kind it's of gotta be european like? like cadbury but cadbury europeans really good okay lint um yes oh my god just anything that's really silky swiss chocolate so good but i now eat dark chocolate every single day i love dark chocolate it's so good for you it is and there's actually statistics saying dark chocolate is healthy for for the body it helps in you live longer small doses of course one ounce a day that's what they do in france so that's yes. what i do it's encouraged for health yes so <laughs> So I love how your character is a chocolatier. Did and yet did she's you actually allergic. work? With, yeah, but she's allergic ironic. to chocolate. Yeah, the irony, irony. Mm -hmm. did, so, did you do like any preparation for learning just the the craft of chocolatiering? Um, is that a word? That is a word. Maybe. <laughs> 
pretty good the profession of being a chocolatier. Yeah. Um, no, but I actually knew how to do uh, chocolate molding and stuff before I ever did the job because I took a. I used to make wedding cakes in high school, and so that was part of our class was learning how to mold chocolate. Yeah. But. Yeah, Charlotte never does that in the movie. Everybody else does, and she's like, good job. You know? <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm throwing ingredients in based on yeah. smell. I, l- I think yeah. that's cool. Yeah, she's a chocolate sommelier. Sommelier. Super cute. Yes, yes. and But she she's allergic to it. And I was like, if I was ever allergic to chocolate, I think I'd be the saddest person in the world because I need yeah. it in my whole life. That's me with potatoes. Really, you love potatoes? Yeah, I have like an agreement with God, I think. <laughs> I'm just like, and you can take anything. Take not the potato from my Don't diet. Take potatoes. Please. Hey, Matt Damon <laughs> lived off of potatoes in The Martian, so it works. Did he really? Yeah. Fun in, fact. The movie The Martian. That's all he did was oh, cultivate. Oh, I never saw it. Oh, no. There you go. Spoiler alert. That's all, <laughs> that's all he does is cultivate potatoes so he can live off oh, of the man. planet Mars. But go watch the movie. It's Matt Damon. Come on. Oh, he's so amazing in every <laughs> he way. Is. I love him. I just, not to completely digress, we Watch Let's the, digress the for a second. Movies oh, okay. Somebody just asked me the other day. They said, "If you c- could have a love scene with any character," and I said, um, "They're like, I bet you can't answer that question." And I said, "Well, it's an irrelevant question because it would be Matt Damon as Jason Bourne in the first Jason Bourne movie, so it can't even happen anymore." So I can safely say that. It was amazing. That's brilliant. I completely agree with you. Oh, Jason I mean, Bourne. he's. He's dreamy. So I love dreamy. him. Great. Gosh. I don't know where that was going. But okay. Yes. It's just amazing. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> how much chocolate did you actually eat? Or was it just there for props? Um, yeah, no, it was just there for props. But our crafty Quinn is amazing. She has been crafty on one of my movies before. On Yes, I Do. Uh, what was it called? Eat, Play, Love. The ve- veterinarian one. Yes. Um, so she remembered me. And she definitely gave me chocolate-covered espresso beans, like, every day at 4 o'clock. Or dark chocolate. She's amazing. So she's also yeah. your best friend in life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's great. I, yeah. I mean, so I, I love watching all the chocolate. It was making me crave chocolate. It, it reminded me of other Hallmark movies on the Movies and Mysteries channel, The Murderer She Baked. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, seen with Ali Sweeney. You, yeah, Allison mm-hmm. Sweeney. And you see, like, all the cupcakes and all the cookies that they're making. I was like, I right. can't watch these because I find myself going to, you know, the bakery and right. getting, like, a bunch of donuts and stuff. I mean, they should, so get, a, they should get an endorsement by, like, Russell Stover's or something. They Lint, something, Cadbury, I don't know. Any of the delicious chocolates. So if you're going to watch the movie Saturday, and I highly encourage that you do... You should probably go pick up chocolates before. Yes, before you watch it, because <laughs> you're definitely going to want to oh eat it during. So yeah. that's a forewarning to you all. So we know Hallmark makes so many movies. There, so many movies. turnaround is ridiculous. When did you film this? Um, Mid March. Mid March. So yeah. only a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And how how long did it take you to film it? Um, three weeks. So, yeah, three weeks. Where, where was the film? Was it here in U.S.? or No, um, they're almost all in Vancouver. At least for me, they have been. Um, so, gosh, we shot around Abbotsford and Langley, I believe. Okay. I was yeah. just in Langley in October. Oh, yeah? For what? For the When Calls the Hearts uh, Hardy's Family Reunion. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got a little familiar with the Langley area. It's so beautiful up there. It is. It was yeah. nice. It was nice weather, too. Mm-hmm. So, and for, you know, a wedding film, you have to have bright, sunny weather. Was the weather cooperative for you? <laughs> it actually rained uh, 13 of the 15 days, I think. What? So we got really lucky on our wedding day. I think they actually, they did. They moved the wedding day. They flipped it with one because Christy Woolwolf is a phenomenally smart, precise, wise woman. And she was like, we're going to scramble this. Yeah. And we actually added a line in the movie. It's good luck to, good luck if it rains on your wedding day. <laughs> Something like that. We had to add yeah. it because it was pouring. It was pouring. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And you, well, watching the film, you honestly, you wouldn't know. So that's no. movie making. Movie and, making like, magic. Movie magic in the making. And yeah. I, I really enjoy that. And because I'm a film major, I love just the process nice. of filmmaking and stuff. And watching the screen, I wasn't like fully complete to right. the one that is, will actually air. Yeah, I can't wait to see the <laughs> on one TV. And so my version that I watched, there's like a lot of notes for ADR sure. and all of that. Which is automatic dialogue replacement, which means if there's a noise in the background over your line, then you have to go into a booth and re-record that line. Yeah. At the exact timing and hopefully the exact same way. <laughs> Pressure <laughs> is on. In the same intonation and all right. of that. Uh, so and we, that usually goes 
after you filmed everything? How how long typically after you filmed it to when you're in the ADR booth? Um, gosh, I did ADR Monday Monday of last week. Wow! So like really up to the end. Yeah, <laughs> two <laughs> weeks before it like airs. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can imagine the editors being like, "This goes out in it's an air in an hour. We need to lock this picture." I mean, Hallmark could run the world. They're so efficient. How are they not running the world already? They should be. But I mean, props to it them. It would be a much happier world. It'd be a better world. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be honest there. Yeah. Uh, with all the films that they've been pumping out, mm-hmm. and it's increasing every year. Yeah, it's amazing. It's awesome. And I love it how awesome. they have a, a new film like every weekend. Yeah. For every season of the year. And I'm like, we're just blessed and too spoiled. And, I'm so excited to be part it. of the June weddings, too. Yeah. So you did, you, you've done, you know, uh, Hallmark movies all of 2017. You had a Valentine's Day one. Yes. Dash of Love, which yes. I rewatched last night. I love Dash of Fantastic. Love. Fantastic. Brendan you. Penny. Oh, I love Brendan Penny. Yeah. And Such a good guy. So funny. Really? Yeah. Oh, wicked sense of humor. I mean, I <laughs> if you like rewatch the film, I don't know whether you can tell. I don't I'd have to rewatch it, but he <laughs> would have me literally tears streaming down my face right before the take. And then he can just he can just Stone be like, ha! And I cannot. And so I would be like don't get fired. You know, <laughs> he's so funny. Oh, he's the funniest. He's like the funniest man I've ever met. And I know a lot of funny men. My husband included, my dad included. But Brendan Penny takes the cake. He really? is so funny. So funny. Interesting. Like, I, I love oh hearing gosh. that because, you know, I, I watch him in Chesapeake Shores, yeah. you know, Hallmark show, and his character is more serious than that. For sure. So I, I think that's, that's always fun to hear in real life. That he's they're brilliant. And he's like really good character. at comedy, too. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah, and then you, you also did Eat, Play, Play Love. Love, summer film with dogs. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We love dogs here. We love dogs. After. We're big on animal rescues here. Awesome. We, with the collective whole and staff here at AfterBuzz, we've we've rescued over about 10 dogs. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're big on dog advocacy here. That's awesome. And uh, so I liked your character in that one and yeah. getting in front of the camera and trying to get everybody yeah. for the cause. She was so fun. Yeah. Carly. Yes. Carly Monroe. She was so nerdy and awesome. <laughs> and then Har- Harvest Love. Yeah. Which was a, you know, the, the fall film. So you, yeah. you've covered, like, different seasons. seasons. You haven't covered a Christmas one yet. No, I haven't covered a Christmas one yet. We need to get you on one. Yeah, agreed. Do you have one in the future? Um, supposedly. 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 Bill Abbott announced it at the January TCAs, which prompted me to immediately text my manager. I was like, apparently I'm in a Hallmark Christmas film. But <laughs> I don't have anything, like, fully in writing yet. N- nothing's... But uh, again, they have a very quick turnaround, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could be filming it two weeks before Christmas. And, <laughs> and, and they would still air it, and one. it would be perfect. Like, they're so good. So, I mean, you, you still have the rest of the year to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, what, so for the Christmas movies, yeah. I mean, so many, so many. Mm-hmm. Do you watch them as, oh, a, yes. as a regular fan, too? Which ones? Of course. Not to, you know, pick Sophie's Choice or anything. Which ones, like, really stand out to you? Um, Gosh. I would have to say I kind of like the Snow Globe one. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't even know what all of them are called. There was one with Melissa Joan Hart and, uh, oh, my gosh, I want to call him A.C. Slater. What's his real name? <laughs> Not, uh, Joey Lawrence? No. No, no A.C. Slater. What's his name? Um, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Which yeah, I thought okay. was really fun. Um, yeah. I particularly like that one. I can't remember what it's called. They go to a cabin, hmm. and she's engaged to his brother. Anyway, they're all so good. Yeah, I mean, they're so they're but so. But then they fun. fall in love, and there's like ice skating. It's so cute. They're all so good. Yeah, you know, I because I I covered all the thirty three. <laughs> Yeah, 2017's Christmas movies. So, like, I really understood the format uh, and the formula of all What's the Christmas movies. Uh, off the top of my, my head, I loved, as of last year, I loved Maggie's Miracle Christmas. Okay, that I didn't see that one. fantastic with Jill Wagner. Yes. So good. One of my all-time favorite ones would be uh, Catch a Christmas Star. Okay. Um, great singing. Yep. Awesome. Love it. Uh, and then another one, always, always my top, top tier favorite would be uh, The Bridge Part 1 and 2. 
I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, and that's Karen Kingsbury. I love Karen Kingsbury. I do too. Love her. Maggie's Miracle Christmas was also Karen Kingsbury. All right, I'm going to have to go watch all of these. Yes. I'll do it for my Christmas in July. Do it, yes. Christmas in July is right around the corner. It's yeah, it's our, really exciting. It's almost July already. That's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. And the great thing about Hallmark is that they also have a lot of religious, spiritual undertones. And I know you being a Christian, yeah. how, how important is that to you? Oh, that's everything to me. <laughs> I mean, that's everything for, to me. It informs everything I do. It informs how I react to people. <laughs> it informs mm-hmm. how I raise my kids. So, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, and and I know I, I love that because your character, even Charlotte, and yes, I do had some beliefs. So she had a line about God and belief, yeah. and and I really like that. It, is that how you choose your roles for for Hallmark or? No, I mean for Hallmark, I feel like they're, or I don't even feel like I know that they are all clean, uplifting movies. So there's mm-hmm. never a moral conflict there for me, and or hasn't been one yet. Um, nor do I foresee there one one emerging. Um, but with other roles, like like on Days of Our Lives, I did not want to play that role. Um, I played Teresa Donovan, and she comes on the scene as this very kind of filthy character. She was a one-night stand into drugs, all mm. these things, and I didn't want to do the role, and I didn't see a reason for doing the role, and I started praying about it, and I was like, I'm not going to do it. And um, I believe that the more you read the Word of God, the more you know God's voice. That's what the Bible says. And I really heard the Holy Spirit say to me, like, this is your role. And I was like, that seems so weird, but it also says to, to test the Spirit so, mm-hmm. and use discernment. Um, and so I was like, okay, I can't say no, Lord, because that's an oxymoron. It doesn't make sense. Right. But I can't ask you why. And so I was like, why do you want me to play this role on Days of Our Lives? And I get so emotional every time because the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, because Teresa is the exact condition of humanity that I died for. And there are so many people in the audience that need to know that they are not beyond redemption. And there is no pit so low that you could ever dig yourself into that I, my love cannot find them still. And I need a Christian to play this role because you can play that one moment, you know, in soaps mm-hmm. where the camera hangs on you. It's like classic soap scene. But when the guy leaves, you can play the unwritten moment of that didn't fill me. Or when the drugs wear off, that didn't fill me. So it's like a God-shaped hole that only Jesus can fill. So anyway, that's wow. why I took that role. So every every role that I do, I pray about it because I've done some roles that, um, you know, growing up as a Christian, I'd be like, I don't understand how Christians could ever do something. But you have to use discernment because sometimes God just wants you to reach an audience that <laughs> you would have otherwise been closed off to if you had just judged a book by its cover. Right. And it's yeah. also great to see living life through someone else's shoes in a way so yeah you can understand empathy a little for sure even better yeah so and and i just had this conversation with someone over the weekend actually is that if people more people understood empathy the world would also be a better place oh absolutely yeah we're always talking about that it's it's one thing to understand it and it's another thing to actually act upon it for sure so and, and i like that how you had that perspective of if i played this one version then you can be more understanding of it. Absolutely. And accepting of it. Too. Yeah, and just letting those people know that they're loved, not judged. They're so mm-hmm. loved. They're so, so loved. And no one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. I get that, too. I'm also Catholic, so I, yeah. I, I understand. Just sometimes it's it's hard for doing something, and, and you're uncertain if you should do it or not, but then sure. you, you have to take a moment and like really reflect and, and pray. Be like, should I do it? Should I not? And let things just come to fruition. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, awesome. I love that so much. Yeah, me and, too. And so with the character Teresa, you played over like 470 episodes. Sure, yeah. And ridiculous soap, op- <laughs> soap opera acting is like such a different beast than I imagine Hallmark. Oh, yeah. I mean, soap soaps are different than anything because in any medium other than soap operas, you're shooting six to nine pages a day, nine being like a Hallmark movie where you're like, oh my gosh, we have nine pages, we only have 11 days to shoot this movie, so we mm-hmm. gotta go, go, go. Soaps, you shoot 150 to 220 pages a day. There's no teleprompters, everything's word perfect, everything's one take, and so it's madness, and um, discipline. it's just discipline and, and 
the actors are so good, and they're so so good. I think the the only time that it doesn't look good on soaps is when they 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 lay over the really cheesy music, and uh. it takes you out of the scene for me, because I look at these movies or shows on HBO and Showtime and Hulu and Amazon Netflix that are so gritty and raw, and I'm like that acting is not any different than what we're doing on soaps. Just got a better soundtrack, <laughs> you know. <laughs> music is everything, right? Do you have a hard time watching yourself watching back at? The past work that you've done? No, I used to. I used to a lot, but now I'm used to it. And now when I watch, for example, when I watch, um, yes, I do, when I was watching The Screener, I forget that it's me because I get really into my characters. So each character is like a little piece of you, you know, um, Charlotte's very quirky version of me where I fall into that and I kind of bring that to the surface more. But at the same time, I'm not always that quirky. So... Mm -hmm. I just forget that it's me, and then I'm, like, laughing, and then my manager always makes fun of me. He's like, you're laughing at yourself. And I'm like, but it's, I'm funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's but weird. The situation's also funny, too. Yeah, the situation's hilarious. And then I think you, you play quirky so well in, in this movie because, like, if anyone else was in that position, what would you do? Yeah, exactly. Like, how would you act? I know. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but but there are moments where it could be awkward. Oh my gosh, there's such like, good awkward you moments. Yeah. yeah. How would you react? And I think you you nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> so well. So yeah. Well. And so so going a little bit back to you know Teresa, and mm-hmm. you played other roles as well. You were also in General Hospital. Mm-hmm. I actually don't watch soaps. Mm-hmm. So, but I know if I ever started watching soaps, there goes my life. Because yeah. I'd be so obsessed with it, then I'd have to rewind and go back like 50 plus years, oh and gosh. then I'd have like no time to do anything else, because no. I'd just be obsessively binge We need watching. you for Hallmark. We need you yes. for the Hallmark Christmas movies. That's already a full-time job. Yes, that yeah. is. <laughs> and there's more movies this year. Than, I know. Like, there was 33 last year, I forget how many. And I, I feel like they're like going to do 36 or something. Or, yeah. yeah, it's like something crazy. It's it's a, it's an even bigger number. I'm like, how do I, I actually schedule this yeah. to watch uh, all those films, but um, and you've also been in some of my other favorite shows as well, Criminal Minds. Yes, I I have a dark side too. I love some dark shows like Criminal Minds. Your episode, you get killed. Spoiler alert! Yeah, spoiler alert, <laughs> you get killed in like the first two minutes. Yeah, and even before the the opening scene credits roll. But uh, I mean, do you have a hard time with dark content no. like that? Does that bother you? No, no not at all. Um, my favorite show of all time is Dexter. I love serial killer shows. So do I. I want to play a homicide detective. That is my all-time want. That is my all-time dream role would be a homicide detective. Okay. Like The Killing or like Maricela or like, oh, God, just all these shows. Killing was great. So good. She's so good. Um, yeah, I want to play a homicide detective. Yeah, I've, I mean, I had a, I once interviewed Kirsten Vangsness from Criminal Minds. Nice. And I told her, I was like, I would love to play a dead victim. Really? Yeah. For some reason, I think it would be, because I've been in a lot of, you know, short films and stuff. I'm the one that always get killed. <laughs> always. I was like, is it because I'm Asian or is it because oh I'm a woman? But, like, I don't know. Apparently, there's something about me. It's fun to kill me. So I was like, you should totally this, audition like, for, um... For Criminal Minds. I put you in touch with casting. I'd be like a good victim. Yeah, good. Victim number one of the episode. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And I could die in the first two minutes, too. Great. And uh, you were also on Grey's Anatomy. Mm Mm-hmm. Played Kara. Yes. I rewatched that episode as well. Wow, thanks. Yeah, but you were so good because... And working on a show such as that, that's another ensemble show. Yes. But your character had a very dramatic arc Arc. with... um, Family, being an estranged sure. daughter, sister, causing havoc by ca- causing a car wreck, yeah. and all that. But your acting was amazing because Thank it was you. so believable that you felt terrible of what you've done in the past to your family. Thank you. But oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So Thanks. is there a particular genre with all these, from soaps to Homer, particular genre that like really stands out to you? I mean, I do love a romantic comedy. I got to say, like, I am so pleased to be on the Hallmark Channel or on on Hallmark because, yeah, because they do rom-coms and romantic movies like no other. And Meg Ryan was literally the actress that made me want to become an actress. So I just love all the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movies. Meg Ryan and anything is is brilliant to me. Um, 
But I, I found that when I do too much comedy, then I miss drama. And when I do too much drama, I miss comedy. So I definitely need a balance. Yeah. Mm. Well, you get your balance of drama with Hallmark and also Lifetime. Yes. You've done Lifetime as well. There there was one that I actually caught randomly on TV because I, I turned it on and there you were. And it was a mommy... Oh, I yeah, Mommy, did. I didn't yeah, do it. But with, I didn't do it. <laughs> with Tiana McKellar. I love her. Also I big love in her. I uh, love her, too. so smart and funny and kind and brilliant. And she is an amazing mom. She's just, she's such, like, she's a Wonder Woman. I love her. And she's smart. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant. Mad yeah. person. She's been here, too. And, uh, she's she, phenomenal. She's amazing. So, you, yeah. so you've worked with a lot of Hallmark stars, and yeah. they also kind of go back and forth with Lifetime. How did you even get involved in Hallmark in the first place? Um, goodness gracious. I'm not 100% sure. They, they called my reps um, with Dash of Love. They just called with the offer. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea they knew who I was. It's so flattering. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a yes. It was an obvious yes for me. So I don't really know how I got on their radar. I think one of their executives was a fan of Days of Our Lives, but I could be way off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, and the great thing with Hallmark is, like, once you're in, you're in. Hopefully. They yeah. just, like, keep yeah. coming. I mean, you did yeah, luckily three, I've four done, movies I've last done four year. now. Yeah, yeah, four. So I feel pretty secure. And four is in, and I think you, you're pretty secure with the Hallmark now, because we all love, love watching you in, in your films and stuff. So Thank you. Well, what is it about Hallmark, do you think, like makes it so special? Well, I think that Hallmark echoes exactly why um, entertainment exists and why film and movies exist, because they are supposed to be the great escape, right? They became so popular during the Great Depression, and mm-hmm. I think that the best thing about Hallmark is that it provides such an amazing, wonderful escape um, mechanism for their viewers. You know, they just can feel happy. And in like that 90 minutes, all their stress melts away. They generally kind of know where the story is going to go. And that's very comforting in a world mm-hmm. where you don't know like what's going to happen tomorrow. And so in the political and economic crisis that we're facing in our society right now, I think Hallmark is even more special. So, yeah. And the yeah. ratings are killing it, too. And I think that's why. Yeah. Because I think everybody wants something that's just going to make them feel good. Happy that escape. they can watch with their family. Yes, you don't ever have to as a as a mom. You don't ever have to worry if mm-hmm. your kids are in the room and Hallmark is on. You can have peace in your heart. You know, pop some popcorn and let's have a family moment. And we all crave that. I think absolutely. Every yeah. time I go home, uh, I always make my parents make quote unquote make my parents watch Hallmark with me. Yeah, because if they can even enjoy it as well. Absolutely. All the Christmas movies. The Christmas movies especially. Like that All is <laughs> Hallmark is part of everyone's Christmas, I think. Like it's not really up my dad's alley not to call out my dad, but he watched like five of them with me. My husband Jason loves Hallmark Christmas movies. He's the one who got me into them. Really? Dude loves them. Yeah, I think you get your man card when the men actually admit He's secure. that you love yeah. Hallmark. Yeah. Because it's good content. There, there's also yeah. good leading men roles. Yeah, absolutely. To, that are aspiring as well, just for men. Yeah, they're like really good, solid characters. Yeah, fun to watch. Such good, so such a good, so good. And best. so you're talking about your your husband Jason and mm-hmm. your family. How do you balance, you know, all the Hallmark, all the Lifetime, all the days with your with your family now? Um, Gosh, it's a good question. I, my son, who's two, is in preschool, and that's very, very helpful. <laughs> He's like, School. oh, I have a couple hours to get things done. Um, there's an app called Instacart where you can do your groceries and have them delivered to your door. It's $14.99 a month. I'm obsessed. So <laughs> I Instacart all my groceries, literally all of them, and I have Amazon Prime for everything else. Same. Yep. Uh, so that is how I balance it all. It's <laughs> just convenience apps. And and uh, lots of coffee. Yes, and coffee patient is husband. a must, a must. Yeah. And uh, I, I could probably do your grocery shopping. I actually, randomly, I, I worked in a grocery store for five years. So oh, really? Every grocery store has the same format for all their aisles. So now I'm such a pro when I go to grocery stores, I know where everything is at. And I can just, I can power shop like nobody's business. Wait, what do you mean? Let's explore that for a second. What do you... <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you mean they all have the same format? Okay, so like when you go into a grocery store, usually yes. they have like either the bakery mm-hmm. or the fruits and vegetables right. first. And you can right. bag that. And then you can go to the the first aisles is usually water, drinks, parades, and okay. stuff. It's like the heavy items. And then you can get into papers, the paper items. Yeah. And then you get into cans. Okay. And then later on, you can get into dairy. And it's all segmented out, and you yeah. just know which location is where. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, I got it down to a T. That is but amazing. But I didn't notice it, because I worked in one grocery store for five years, but I didn't notice it until I started going to other grocery stores. Right. It's like, everybody has the same layout. That's amazing. And it's so convenient how you put your items into the shopping cart. I do know everything's always on the outside. Like, nutritionists will tell you, try to always shop yes. the outside. Don't go in the aisles. But I go in the aisles for Cheerios, because they're gluten-free, and we're gluten-free. You're gluten-free. Okay. Weed allergies. Yeah. I, see, I don't have wheat allergy. I have lactose allergies. All right. I can't do lactose, which is... I, Very I, unfortunate. It, it is unfortunate. It's also really sad. I can't have ice cream. I love ice cream. I know. It's that's what I was really just sad. thinking. It's really sad. Like, your your And it's not... There's not a good alternative for it. No, there's not. Isn't. Like, I was vegan for a while. There's nothing like no. <laughs> real ice cream. Was it just for the health or for the... Yeah, for both. For the, for the huma- humanity. Humanity. Humane... I wish Factor. I was, sometimes I wish I was vegan just for the, the, the for the health, but I mean yeah. I do like chicken too. So you know, I it mean, depends on what kind of blood type you have. Because I was vegan for two years and was so healthy, but I felt so weak, and I was doing everything. I was taking all the supplements. I was getting blood tested, da, 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 and I craved chicken every day for six months to the point where I'd be in tears. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to eat chicken. And so then when I started eating meat again, my body felt like instantaneously better. Right. So I protein, but I'm. I'm O blood type, and they tell you, they say that that is really needs a lot of protein. Interesting. See, I wouldn't, I yeah. would not know that. Mm. That, that that's cool. That's a whole thing called the blood type diet. I think there's a lot of half truths in it. <laughs> I'll have to yeah. look into that to see see what mine is yeah. and why I might like chocolate. I love sugar. <laughs> I like. I'm a big sugar person. Oh, that's not good. You might have a that's magnesium fine. deficiency. I probably could. <laughs> there's like on Pinterest, you can do like if I'm craving X, it it will show you what deficiency you have. Like if you like to chew ice, it's an iron deficiency. Wow. Mm-hmm. All this cool information and I didn't know about it. No, I love learning. Harvey Hallmark. That's what we talk about. The We're next Hallmark about... movie, I'm like a nutritionist. <laughs> right? Just, nutritionist. just come full circle. Yeah. I, I love that. But how do you stay healthy within a crazy, you know, work environment that you, you have from balancing your work to life? Like, how, how do you just, like, not get run down? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jesus. I mean, literally the grace (laughs) of God. Um, But also when I hang out with friends, we literally like power hike. It's like we're hiking and we're catching up and we're hiking and we're catching up because that's the only time you have and you're working out. And I hate working out unless I'm like chatting with a friend just Mm -hmm. being like, okay, you've heard as bad as I do. You can't breathe either. Okay, perfect. (laughs) You know, so we power hike and then I eat really healthy. My husband and I eat really, really healthy. That's good. I love hiking. I just went on a hike Saturday. I'm big into fitness and hiking hiking is great it's also meditative yes yes i'm also very big on meditation and just taking that moment to just enjoy life and enjoy the sun right we're we live in la enjoy the enjoy it california is gorgeous it's so pretty and i mean you're from georgia right uh virginia virginia close enough (laughs) yeah (laughs) the south whoops Um, from virginia i'm from illinois so like i'm from the midwest and so to come out to california it's like i never had this available to me right all these different options all the time without the humidity right what (laughs) sun so good and for the first i just remember the first time coming out here uh i don't know where this interview is going but it's it's fun Uh, yeah we're all over the place (laughs) and i love it and uh i never really saw mountains like california has mountains illinois is like so flat plain and i like saw mountains for the first time oh my gosh what is this i can't live without mountains the ground is erect it's weird i am a mountain girl 100 percent. yeah mountains over beach 100 percent. any day I love yeah. the beach too. Oh, I I enjoy the beach too, but I could I just want to escape to the mountains. <laughs> I could easily just be like a recluse in the mountains. I love the mountains so much. We I want to live in a treehouse. That's my absolute dream. There's another Hallmark movie I should do, right? Where yes. they, they like live in a treehouse. Yeah, there there was one movie where the <laughs> Swiss Family. <Alps. laughs> you go to Swiss Alps. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, there was one movie where this woman was living in a tree because they were going to tear it down. Oh, yeah. It was like Love on a Limb, I believe. Wait, a Hallmark movie? Yeah, it was a Hallmark movie. What? Like, her character, because it, they were going to knock it down, she's like, no, this tree has been here since before this town has even been here. And she's like, it's a national landmark, you're going to tear it down, and I'm going to stay in this tree, so you can't. That seems like quite the departure yeah. from their normal um, fanfare. It's, it's a That's true Hallmark movie. so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would love to do one in the mountains and the pines. I just love pine trees and being in the mountains. Would you travel a lot for, for Hallmark movies? Wherever they want to send me. Just go. I'm friends with Lacey Chabert. She got to go to Ireland and South Africa. I saw that. Oh, sh- I was like, girl. <laughs> Love and Safari one that's yeah. coming out. Incredible, right? Yeah. Like, send me anywhere. Jealous. Yeah, I, she's I lovely. It. I love Lacey Shepard. Have you she, had her in? No. Oh, she's, she's so lovely. You should try. Yeah. I, I have she's met so her lovely. though. She's so sweet. So sweet. She's so sweet. So I mean, in, so you you know these people? Are are there any Hallmark stars that you would like really love to collaborate with? Oh gosh, um, any of them? Any? Any? Any particular ones? I would love to do a movie with Lacey. I mean, yes. it would be so fun to play sisters, best friends, or something. Yeah, yes. but sisters. I feel like we could play sisters. Um, yeah, any of them. I mean, Hallmark hires such quality people, so mm-hmm. I've never met anyone on a Hallmark set that wasn't just, like, amazing. I know, and yeah. fortunately, uh, over the past few years here at AfterBuzz, I've, I've talked to a lot of Hallmark stars, and they have nothing but positive things to say about It's my favorite network. network. It's my favorite. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Great. From Bill Abbott to Michelle Vickery, uh, all Bill's the way so down. I think it's just, it shows the, the management too. and just who really runs the network is that it trickles down with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's so positive to have such a nice working environment to be in. Absolutely. And they maintain it from the acting all the way down to craft services. It is, everybody's happy. The sets are happy. It, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Hallmark Channel. I'm, They're my I favorite. Love it. I love yeah. it. I would love to work for them one day. Yeah. Just putting that out there yeah, into the world. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> as well, because I'm a true believer if you say it out loud, it will come to fruition as yes. well. But the power of life and death in the tongue. Exactly. In scripture. It's great for family and, and all that. So, yeah. any upcoming Hallmark projects that you're working on or just projects in general? Um, I am about to do another romantic comedy. Uh, can't remember what it's called right now. Struck out of love. I'm not sure. It's kind of like Groundhog's Day. Okay. But with a female, me. And so I'm going to be doing that one in August, but it's not for Hallmark to my knowledge. You know, maybe they will acquire it later. Um, and then hopefully a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes. It's like in the works, but nothing is like contractually official. Okay. Yeah. But it's so definitely that. possible. For sure. Something yeah. It's been discussed. Through. Okay. Yeah. Are, are there any other type of Hallmark movies that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Uh, and you covered them? four already. <laughs> I mean, I definitely like want maybe. to do Christmas. Yes. I want to do another Valentine's one, though, because Valentine's is my favorite holiday of all time. What is it about Valentine's Day that makes okay. it your favorite? Girl, I know exactly what it's about Valentine's okay. Day that makes Let's it my favorite. When you were little, did you have to make those shoe boxes or paper bag mailboxes in your classroom? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, right. Okay. And you had to make them, and it was awesome. And it was the only day in the entire school year that every single person in every single class in your grade, like or at least your homeroom, had to give each kid a Valentine. It didn't matter whether you were friends with them or not. You had to get everyone in your class had to get a Valentine. And I always loved, like, I've always been the girl that I'm friends with everyone. Like, I. I don't care I if you're that. a loser. I don't care if you're a nerd. I don't care if you're a bully. Like, I will be your friend. If you're sitting alone, I will pick up my lunch bag and go sit with you and ask you, like, what's going on? I love people so much, and I always have. And so Valentine's Day is my favorite because it was the only day in the whole year that there was peace. And, like, the bullies had to give their victims Valentine's, and it was always like, you're cool. Or, like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Like, you know? And I just love that. I love so I love it. But I was always single on Valentine's Day. So it's not about that for me. Um, but I love Valentine's Day so much. It's the only Valentine I ever had was my husband. 
Um, and yeah, he proposed to me on Valentine's Day, which he like was like, I oh, do okay. not is so cheesy. Like, I do not want to propose to you on Valentine's Day. And I was like, hey, my friends were like, you have to. Like, <laughs> she loves Valentine's Day. So it's a really special thing. It's it's sentimental so, to you and it. also just personal with yes. And That's it hasn't great. been overly commercialized. I mean, it has been commercialized, but at the same time it's like you can still go in Target and not the entire store is Valentine's. Yes, yeah. that's true. And, and then I like that. All the chocolate that's left over from Valentine's Day as well. Girl, yes, on the discount. Best. And I also love Galentine's. Galentine's, yes. I like, love that that's a thing. I've had Galentine's Day a few yes. times because I'm usually I'm single on, on Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day I'm very familiar that's with. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just a holiday about love. So yeah, I just love like Valentine's being Day. Being with who you, who you enjoy. You yeah. know, enjoy your company. I love that. That's sweet. Yeah, given <laughs> the bullies giving their victims valentines always made me so happy yeah that, <laughs> nice that's day. amazing so uh and i know and i actually heard in a previous interview that you've done that when you first came out here for for acting you had a mm-hmm. seven-year plan you've been out here for <laughs> 11 years now um almost 11 years almost 11 years yeah, okay almost. so from your seven-year plan from then <laughs> how much has it changed now and do you have a new plan i do have a new plan um, I accomplished my seven-year plan. <laughs> okay, good for you. And then I made a um, – because I break it down month by month. I set massive goals. And then I'm like, okay, to acquire this goal within seven years, how do I work back month by month? Like what deadline do I need to, to meet? So the last time I did that was probably five years ago. Um, but, I mean, some things are like a little bit flexible. Like I wrote a, I wrote a children's book. I got it illustrated and everything, but I haven't. That's kind of I put it on the back burner for now, even though it's finished. Because right now I'm doing my album, so okay. I will. I leave room for the Lord to redirect my path. Like I didn't know I would be a foster parent, but now I am. So that takes precedence over children's books. So. Yeah, let's talk a little bit hmm. about that. So you are a foster parent. And you have yeah. a foster family. I love that as well. My parents were foster parents. That's amazing. Forever, not not anymore, but they were. Um, back that is in, amazing. In the eighties, yeah, you would love my parents. Honestly, I would love your. They parents. would love you too, because uh, me and my siblings were all adopted. That's so. amazing. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> hence, <laughs> I love that so much. Yes, hence my last name. It's it's because my my adoptive father is his last name's Italian, Serafini. Oh my gosh. So that's why I throw people off. But yeah, um, so I, I come from a family of, of loving people such as yourself, who have fostered, who take yes. care of, of children. And in need and give them a better opportunity yeah so how, how did you come to just fostering like the idea that you just wanted to be um, a foster parent gosh um so many so many long-winded things i could say i suppose the shortest thing i could say and the general gist of it is that my family growing up we were always a safe house my parents' parents were not official foster parents, but we had people that would almost always be living with us or coming and going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they couldn't officially be foster parents because my dad was a judge, they, but my parents are both retired, and my mom was a director of a women's children's charity, and there's, like, a bunch of politics and things that you can't officially be a foster parent. So they were not, but I had a culture of that growing up, and so it was interested in it. And then, um, gosh, maybe five years ago, I started – I would watch the news a lot, and – um, I personally don't struggle with anxiety. Thank God. I have a lot of peace um, because of my faith. And I would watch the news, though, and I started getting so anxious, like irrationally anxious, where, I yeah. would, you know, like it was like if I was watching it right now, back then, I would be like, oh, my God, North Korea, you know, like, and I would just start to feel like in Syria and all these problems that are going on, the problem in Texas and immigration and all these things. It was just like weighing on me so heavily because I care mm-hmm. about things so deeply. And so finally, I was like, whoa, this is too much. I'm, I'm starting to struggle with anxiety. And Jesus says, don't be anxious about anything. You can't add a day to your life. So I started pausing and reflecting and praying and asking God, like, what? Okay, what can I do? Here I am. I'm in Los Angeles. You know, let me start researching the local problems um, because I've been put here. So what's my mission field here? And so I started researching and I came to find that uh, 90%, up, upwards of 90% of our human trafficking victims in the United States, between 20 and 80% of our incarcerated in prison and jails, it depends state by state, 20 to 
And 50% of our nationwide homeless population all came from foster care. So I was like, holy mackerel. Like, I care about each of those issues so deeply. So if you were to remediate the foster care system, you would be dealing with a lot of issues that not only are matter to my heart and matter to God's heart, but they... I mean, just if you just want to go and be crass and just go from a brass tax mm-hmm. standpoint, that's billions of dollars we'd be saving as a country um, actually solving the problem because it is a cycle, right? And right. children who grew up in foster care um, who are not adopted are 600 times more likely than the average population to also have children who go into foster care. And so I started looking at this. And then Los Angeles is um, we make up 10% of the United States foster care, uh, children in foster care and orphans. Wow. Because we're all living the dream and we don't have time to take care of kids. So I, I was like, this is a problem. So I, that's how I got involved. And then um, my husband came on board in our seventh year of marriage. He was like, okay, I can do this, you know. And so then we waited a couple more years. He was just like open to it. And then um, two, two years ago, we became foster – over two years ago, we started the process. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations so, on that. I mean, that it's it takes such a strong person to to realize that and all and and actually go through with it, and but also just give the chance to someone else. Like, yeah, and a better future. And I think you know one thing that I would say to people that are listening that are like, I thought about fostering, but I don't know. One, there's never a convenient time. Ever. Like, <laughs> I have no time. Especially your I, busy career. I'm so busy. You're I'm working so woman. busy that I was doing an interview the other day and my hair was in a sink at the salon and my hairstylist was like, I cannot believe you're doing a radio show right now. And I was like, it's this or like crying kids in the background because it's dinner time. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Um, so there's never going to be a good time. And the other thing is, you know, I hear a lot. People say, I could never be a foster parent. I would get too attached. And I'm like, that makes you the best candidate to yes. be a foster parent then because... That's why you should be. That's why you should be because you really would care about these children. And the way I view it is if my adult-sized heart can take a little bit of this pain that these children come in with and take it so that they don't have to feel it in the temporary time that I have them or long-term, then I've done mm-hmm. something good and I've done something worthwhile. So, yeah. I I'm love a big that. advocate of foster care. Aw, I love that. You're going to make me cry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> That's the that's the empathy and all that. So yeah. thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having I me. I had so much fun talking yeah, to you. Same. I could talk to you like literally. I know. I feel like we're out coffee and there's cameras. <laughs> like oh yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're doing a right. show, right? I'm doing right. A show. But I do have something for you before we go. No. Because your character Charlotte. <laughs> and, yes, I know what and it is. yes, I do. Is a chocolatier. You You know what's even better about this is that it's lint. And I don't know if you remembered at the beginning of this show, but I said that I love lint lint. chocolate because it's so good. Perfect. Thank you. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. I was like, yes, I did it. I did it. So thank you so much for being here. You have to just keep coming back afterwards because we love to have you. You've been here so many times. I'll make a cake or something next time. Yeah, let's do it. I'll be like eating eating cake. Just have it there. Or wait, if if I have a Christmas movie, we'll I'll make fudge. I'll make Christmas fudge, and we'll wear ugly sweaters. Yes. Okay, perfect. Awesome. (laughs) Set. All right. We'll come back for your Christmas movie. You know, you can come back, and we'll eat fudge. Perfect. All right. In the meantime, where can everyone keep following you? Um, On Twitter and Instagram, it's Jen, J-E-N, underscore, Lily, L-I-L-L-E-Y. And on Facebook, it's Facebook.com, backslash, Jen Lily fan page. Awesome. And you can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms on AfterBuzz TV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep downloading and subscribing. Keep watching Hallmark. We love it. Yes. And we love you, Jen. Oh, thanks so much for coming here. Bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.